Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Hello and welcome. My name is Elizabeth Windham. I'm here on the First Fleet 10-4 podcast with our co-host, Rebecca Wilson. And today we get to interview an awesome driver, Grace Kanis. Um, and she is out of our Minnesota terminal. Is that correct, Grace? Yes, Austin, Minnesota. Austin, Minnesota. Very cool. I Very literally very cold up there. So I might ask you later how you manage it, if you have any tips for a Southern girl like me. But for now, it's summertime and we're all happy. So uh, I know Rebecca and I both have some awesome questions for you. And you have some very cool insights to give us as a driver and um Let's get started. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Grace. Uh, We really appreciate you calling in to be on our podcast today. I first found Grace in some of our uh, wellness journey that we're on here at First Fleet, and I I found her on Instagram. (laughs) And so, so cool. Yeah, it is. And uh, just really was interested in her being on uh, being a First Fleet truck driver on the road, uh, the way she does her meal prep and her. Uh, exercise programs. And so I reached out to her, reached out to one of her managers uh, up in Austin to see if she would be interested. So I'm so excited to have you here today, Grace. Thank you. So when we first started uh, looking for things for our wellness podcast, Eliz and Mark have been doing a weekly podcast, Wellness Wednesdays, and I noticed they were talking about macros and going into the different I guess you would say different parts of the macros, right? Yeah. And so I, I was looking at your Instagram. I noticed you did macros, and I started making some notes. And I told Eliz, I'd love to have you on here to talk about how uh, the two merge together. I just think that's very interesting. Um, but just to step back a little bit, tell me a little bit about you. Tell me about uh, your family, and uh, we'll get to know a little bit more about you. I'm married. I'm married um, 15 years my husband, Nate, and uh, we have two kids, a girl, she's nine, and then the boy, he is seven. That's awesome. Fun ages. <laughs> <laughs> it goes by so fast, I tell you. Yeah. So you started with us out of Jamestown, North Carolina, and then moved over to our Austin, Minnesota account. Tell us a little bit about moving into trucking and, uh, you know, what encouraged you to get your CDL. I know at First Fleet, it's important for us to to get new drivers right now, and, and we want to capture that new audience of driver that may not have considered it to be, you know, a path for them. And so right now, I think it would be important to hear your journey as what what thought made you decide to get your CDL? Uh, well, my father-in-law, he, he he's a dr- truck driver also. He's been a truck driver since my husband has been growing up and uh when I met him when we went up to visit them before we were married uh he had uh went down to pick up his truck so my husband could sleep in it which then he was my fiance he, he could sleep in it and I could have their guest room Aww. so he's like be separated <laughs> and um, awesome. so I got to ride with him on his way back to the house and I was so intrigued it like intrigued me because you know I love I love driving I love to travel and um after a few years of being married um I decided I wanted to 
get into truck driving. And my father-in-law, he was like, no, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard. And I was, he's like, go into school bus driving. And so I did. I went to school bus driving. I drove for a school bus for a couple of years, but I still really wanted to drive a truck. So yeah, I, um, started with Swift because they had, um, yeah, Yeah, a training program. Yeah. Training. Yeah. And I drove with them for about a year. It was, it was good. Probably like three weeks out and three days home, but. Whoa, that's a tough schedule. I got to see the country and stuff. Yeah. And, um. Did you have kids at this time or no kids? No, I didn't. I did get pregnant. Okay. And then, um. That's actually kind of why I left. Um, I had the baby while I was on the road. And oh, my goodness. At 24 weeks. Oh, wow. I was in Arkansas oh, at my that goodness. time. Oh, you poor thing. So it, it was pretty traumatic. Absolutely. Yeah. Was she okay? Um, your daughter? No. no. She, she, she didn't make it. Oh, she oh was stillborn. Wow. I'm so sorry. Wow. That, that, is, that is so tough. That is... Your story definitely is something that is, it's hard to even comprehend. Oh, man. Moms all over the U.S. that just resonate. Yes. yes. My goodness. Just hits hits the heart. I'm so sorry. Was your husband able to come down in Arkansas to be with you or? Yeah. Immediately when I like called him. Yeah. Like I was calling him the whole time. And then finally when I called and said I had the baby, she didn't make it. Um, he was immediately, he, he went and got his father and they both came down they both drove down through the night um to this little town in arkansas (laughs) it wasn't even a hospital it was more like a clinic Mm. they didn't even have an ambulance i rode in a police car oh my goodness to the hospital (laughs) oh no wow that is that's a story goodness well, and could be all the reasons for deciding to to get out of the business really absolutely you know i mean just that that going through something like that. So I guess you were home for a while and then what yes, what um, made your decision to to go back and try that again or Well, I quit trucking. I went back to driving the school bus and um then after a few months we went we moved to North Carolina to to where my family lives and um I kept driving school bus over there. And my husband, um, he uh, lost his job because of his health issues. And he didn't have any insurance because he was an independent contractor. And so I was like, well, why? Well, and during this time, too, this, this like five year span, um, I had another, that my two kids that I have now. And they were like kind of grown. They were like, uh, they were. Th- Two and no, four and two, four and two years old. And so they were old enough to like mostly be taken care of without too much. Yeah. Once you you hit two, that's when dads can really step in. (laughs) (laughs) Up till that two year old, it's like, oh. So at the end of the school year, I started applying for trucking companies. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to find one that could. Uh, I could have a lot of home time. Sure. And um, I tried a bunch of places. They wouldn't accept me because I hadn't had any recent experience. Right. I mean, I had a whole year, but I 
I, it wasn't like recent. I'd have to go over the road for them for a while. And I, I got a call from one of the places I applied to, which was First Fleet. And the reason I had applied to it was because I seen a lot of day cabs driving around. Yeah. So I knew they had like, they were had a, a place nearby. So I could probably get home fairly often. Right. So um, manager there gave me a call and he asked if I could come in for an interview. And I did. So he asked. I got hired from there. <laughs> um, he said he didn't have any day cab like ones available, but the ones he did have, it's like it's not out like two weeks or three weeks. It's only like out like a couple days, and then come back home for a day or two, and then go back out. So that was fine for me. <laughs> right, that was actually you, you could make that perfect. work. So that was in North Carolina, on one of our. Yes. Okay. Awesome. That was so. That was for about a year, right? That you were at say, our yeah. North Carolina terminal. Um, it was for four years. Okay, four years. Okay, I wrote that down yesterday when we were talking. Um, And then after, that's a long time to be on the North Carolina account. And so you'd been around your family in the North Carolina area. You enjoyed that part of First Fleet. And you decided to make a move north, right? Yes. We bought a house. It was like the house that my husband and I, we'd always walk past in it. It was like, a beautiful house and when we went up to visit like during the pandemic on um fourth of july it was for sale and so we went and bought it <laughs> <laughs> well that was meant to be <laughs> that's awesome yeah your dream house so, was available that's wonderful and that's near your husband's family yes okay his parents and his sister gotcha so cool. now they get to have grandkids around oh again. i'm sure they love that <laughs> So at that point, did you talk to First Fleet about making the move or what was your connection to, you know, to get moved over on the new account? Well, at first, um, they didn't even suggest Austin. Um, He was like, oh, we can put you on the fireman and you can like be out for several weeks and then go home for a few days. Kind of like a regular OTR driver, but I don't know if, you know, fireman they just go around to different terminals and help out. Right. Yeah. Right. Put out fires, right? <laughs> like if a terminal's really struggling, they go in and kind of swoop in and save the day? Yes. Okay. Uh, I did like it. It was a chance to see all the different terminals in uh, different parts of the country. Sure. Learn, uh, do some new things. Uh, so it's I got hard to with see, kids. Yeah. It was really hard. I probably went was there for... Um, three or four months before I was like, I got to find another job. So I started applying and then uh, I found one that said they would take me. And so when I told the manager in Jamestown, he's like, well, that's no good. (laughs) (laughs) We want you to stay. And so he was, he checked around for me and he, um, he uh, talked to the Austin manager and said, you know, they'd love to have you if you want to go where. And uh, so. And is yeah, the Austin was, Terminal close to where you live? Mm, closer. It's in Minnesota. I'm in Wisconsin. Uh, it's about a four hour drive. Oh, much closer. But. Yeah. Okay. But uh, they were able to get me home more often. Yeah. So. Okay. 
Well, that's I'm good. home weekly now on the weekends. Excellent. Okay. Well, and I think that's something, you know, for our first fleet drivers that are listening to the podcast, the thing to keep in mind, we want you to be happy at first fleet. And the, the account that you're on may work for a season of life, like you're talking about. And then, you know, we have uh, drivers that decide they want to want or need to be more near family uh, for an aging parent or for whatever reason. Um, we have, at this time, a over 141 terminals across the country. And so I think it's important to talk to your manager, talk to one of our recruiters, and find that right fit for you because we want First Fleet drivers to stay with us. And so I'm happy that your manager in in North Carolina was able to recognize that and didn't let you get away. (laughs) Yeah. So that makes me happy. So moving into the Austin, Minnesota terminal, you're liking what you're doing now. Uh, What type of runs are you on at this point? Uh, It's cardboard boxes. Uh Uh-huh. The one in Jamestown was bread, right? But it was um, very, very uh, dedicated routes. Yes. In the paper one, uh, every time you come back to the terminal, you have another load you can pick up and go with, and it's basically how you can run how many how many hours you want. Um, Lots of freight. Yeah, as long as you're allowed to drive, you can drive as much as you want to. That's <laughs> awesome. And, so there's no shortage of work is what you're saying in job security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Okay. That's right. And what, um, so what are your, I'm sure it's a lot, a little bit easier. I've heard that hauling bread is, is an extremely physical job. Um, you have to, you have to essentially unload the truck yourself, right? Is that correct? I, I wasn't doing that. Oh, I just okay. went and picked up the trailers. I had a route that would go to, um, Tuscaloosa from North Carolina, pick up bread there, bring it to North Carolina and drop it at the yard. And then another driver would relay that immediately to uh, Oxford, Pennsylvania. And from there, it would either be delivered at Oxford or go to like Brattleboro with another driver. So relay in between the terminals. Gotcha. Yeah. So you did the drop and hook relay part. Okay, cool. Awesome. I was I was wondering. I was like, oh man, how did you do that? <laughs> You're thinking that might get her in her exercise journey. I'm like, man, that that'd make anybody in shape. Those bread guys, they're they're fit. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, um, so that's your story is incredible. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I just absolutely my heart goes out to you for the journey that you've been on with your family and and you've been so strong to continue to succeed and to to make it work to be a, a working woman on the road. And I absolutely applaud you. Uh, at First Fleet over the years, I have traveled uh, most of my career here. And whether you're on the road or, you know, in a hotel, uh, going from terminal to terminal, being away from your family is something that's not easy. But um, you did a lot of that, and even while pregnant as well. Yes, you, I had both of my children here at First Fleet. But I have to say, I do not have a CDL. And, uh, you know, applause, because I tell you what, that's a when I drive down the road each day, I think, you know, keep our first fleet drivers safe and, you know, on guard because the, the traveling public is is crazy now with looking at their phones and looking down and the speed and the traffic. So uh, your journey is is really something to be proud of. So as we, you know, talk kind of moving into your wellness journey, 
uh, it's something here that's very important at First Fleet. And we, I'm so excited to highlight you as one of our healthy uh, First Fleet drivers on a wellness journey. I found you on Instagram. Uh, I've seen a few TikTok videos. I think that is just so cool. Tell me um, what got you, did you get into the nutrition piece of it first or exercise journey? What what part of that did you get into first? Uh, probably the working out and then nutrition later. Okay. Um, I kind of knew a little bit about nutrition, but not too much. I, I was basically thinking, oh, eat less, you lose weight. Right. But, um, That's right. I hear it a lot. It's yeah. a lot more than that. <laughs> it is so much more than that. And I, I did not know as much about nutrition growing up as I wish I did. I wish I knew, found out more in school as, you know, a younger person. And then over the year, like years, like you said, I've had to find out what works for me. And it feels like I'm the one doing the research. And you do have to take your wellness into your own hands to some degree. Um, I noticed you do meal prepping. Uh, did you find that along the way? Or is that something that was started as a convenience to, like you said, being on the road? Uh, it started um, with really, like, when I was in Jamestown, I would, like, we would have dinners, and then we just make an extra serving for me to take out with me right. on the road. Because I was home, like, every every other day. I would go drive out, stay overnight, come back home. So, so that worked out that well. That was easy. Yeah. Um, here, here when I'm out weekly, it's a little bit different. It's a mix of, like, having a little bit extra for our meals, like saving a little bit extra and then freezing it. And then um, sometimes we'll make a whole meal and then divide it up into, into portions, separate little portions. Yeah. And uh, I'll freeze it. I have like a whole freezer full of little meals. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I think it's just the way to go. I mean, like you said, yeah. as far as cost savings, as time savings, and it is, it's so awesome to have that meal when you're on the road that you know what went into it, you know that it's healthy, it meets all your macros. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But So how do you keep it cold, and then how do you reheat on the road? Uh, I have actually a, a car freezer. It's I got My husband bought it for me from Amazon, and it's like a refrigerator freezer. You can set the temperature on there. Okay. Right now I have it at 33, so... Um, there's like a portion that is the freezer part and then a portion that's slightly warmer, more insulated. And I put like my milk and, uh, yogurt in there. Okay. Um, so it doesn't freeze. (laughs) Yeah. So, but it keeps, it keeps my food frozen the whole week. That's awesome. Okay. Man, technology has come a long way. That's okay. And then, so you keep it frozen in that device. So how do you heat it up? I have, um... It's called a Hot Logic lunchbox. I've heard of those. I don't know. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. They are like a little. It's a little a little lunchbox, and it has like a hot plate inside. Oh. And you put your food in it, and after about an hour or two, then your food is all heated up. It heats nice it slowly, so like you would put it in there oh, and it would cool. heat it slowly, almost like a like a slow oven. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I I just strap it into the passenger seat and buckle <laughs> it in through that, the handle. 
That's very cool. Okay. Well, you'll have to uh, send us a link for those items on Amazon. Yeah, I'd love to post them and maybe in we today's can, show notes. Yeah, maybe we can put those on the show notes uh, because I think the drivers out there, you've had to do your own research. You know what works for you. And I love following someone on a podcast or on Instagram, and they've done the research for me. So I think it it's something that people will be interested in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to look into this lunchbox That's thing. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about when you find yourself where you have to eat on the road? You have to go to a restaurant. You have to get some of the truck stop. Maybe your food didn't taste good. Maybe it didn't freeze right. You know, there's lots of reasons why, you know, or you just didn't get a chance to maybe stayed out one more day and, and didn't have all of your meals prepped. What would you suggest as a safe, uh, healthy option on the road? What would you look for? Well, I've been learning about calories and macros and... Basically, I would go into the store, I would look at the calories, and then I'd try to figure out if it has, um, how, what their macros setting on there is. Um, what do you aim for? It, I hired a coach. so oh, she could, cool. She set my macros, and right now she has me on like 140 grams of protein, and it's basically a 50% carbs. Uh, twenty twenty-five percent, um, twenty-five percent fat and twenty-five percent protein. So that's like two thousand two hundred and ninety calories in gotcha. total. Okay. So I've been learning about um reverse dieting because like I was really low on calories and it's not good to eat below your maintenance because that that's where that's when your metabolism slows down. Gotcha. So she's you, trying to pump your metabolism yeah. up right now. Yeah. So okay. we've been slowly adding calories every few weeks and stuff. And um, now I'm up to like 2,200 calories a day. So It's so awesome to learn about that and that fitness coach helping you along the way with that journey. Um, for macros, for me, I had to turn to the fitness pal so like if I went into a restaurant or a store, I would just maybe put in that meal I'm thinking about into my fitness pal and it would show me the macros. And so a little easier way huh. for me is and not have That's to do cool. all of that, but it, and it will tell you this meets your goal or where you are in your day. So do you use anything like a macro tracker or fitness pal? Yes, I use my fitness pal and, um, I think it's great because then you know what you're eating, you know what you're putting in your body, if it's going to like put you over your calories or if, or how it would fit in your calories, you know. Well, and at the so, end of the day, if you want a snack and you're not sure where you are, right. you know, you could put that in your fitness pal and it would tell you that it puts you above your macros or okay. you're trying to meet fat, protein, or carbohydrates. Okay. So, so if I'm naturally very lazy, is my fitness pal, is that a pretty easy to use app? Very easy. You can yeah. use a barcode. I could barcode my whatever I'm eating if it has a wrapper on it, or I could okay. create my own meal. I'm going to do pork tenderloin and green beans and broccoli. And yeah. It would, or if you're going to a restaurant like or a truck stop, then you can like put in the restaurant name and maybe like I don't know grilled chicken sandwich, and uh, it'll pop up with the calories. Oh, there. so it has a lot oh. of restaurants pre-programmed. It does, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to make a note That's of that right. in the show notes, too. <laughs> That's okay. right. That's right. 
Um, I know it's a little extra thing that you have to do, but it, it starts to come naturally once you start doing it. And it's, it is good to know where you are at and what you're eating. Okay. Yeah. You know? So you find that that's really helpful to keep you on track. It is. Yeah. I mean, of course you want to get your food from Whole Foods for first, but if you have to, then you can, then you can, uh, you know, fit foods in. Do you have any, they, do you have any like go-to snacks or things that you, um, gravitate to? Like if you're in a truck stop and you're desperate, like what's your go-to food? Like, do you go for like the fruit that they have on the, some of them have on the little middle counter refrigerator thing? Like I've, I've seen some cups of fruit lately. That's been very nice. Or some yogurt or like the little cheese things. Like, do you have any of those go-tos or? I would probably like grab a protein shake. Ah, they're, okay. Um, their muscle milk protein shake. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. add a piece of fruit and that would make it a balanced meal. Gotcha. Okay. So you gravitate to those protein shake yeah, something things. high protein, something high protein, and uh, maybe some carbs and a little bit of fat. That makes sense. Fat source. I know so, protein. We talked about that on the macros podcast. That you want to start with your protein and go from there. So that makes that makes sense. Okay. Well, you've definitely uh, dove into the the nutrition piece of your journey by hiring the coach, and I, I think it's going to be well worth your time and effort. Um, and sometimes it's hard to put money towards something like that. But in, at the end of the day, just like I was talking about personally, it helps you understand nutrition where, you know, we, I just didn't have that knowledge before. So I, that's that's bravo to you for going out and, and finding somebody. And I know you started with actually exercise. Didn't you say that? You started with like fitness. What, what I mean, what do you do? Like you're you're driving in a truck all day. What What are your... Like say if you if you were coaching me and I'm just getting started, what would you rec- where would you recommend I start? You know, having this sedentary job and um, you know driving for long periods of time. You know how how does one get started in that? Or what are some easy tips or easy exercises? Do you take equipment with you or do you just use body weight? Like what what do you do? I I kind of started with body weight only. Um, and I was doing a lot of hit type workouts, which probably is not the best option, especially for someone who has a stressful job, because it's a lot of stress on the body. So um, now I've kind of more shifted into more of a resistance training program. So I use um, resistance bands are really easy to take out in the truck. Yeah. They don't create way hardly anything. Right. Um, I and I use them all the time. Some. Yeah. Okay. I use them probably every day, in fact, because uh, I basically, what I do is work every single body part. So your shoulders, chest, back, um, arms, like biceps, triceps, and um, legs and your, your um, abs. And you can do all those with the resistance bands except for maybe legs. So just do like air squats or you can use the broomstick to add some resistance by pushing it against the ceiling while you squat. And that like adds whatever resistance you feel is the best for you. Oh, that's... <laughs> res- oh, it's and called and a donkey squat. Okay. And you're doing this in the cab? Yes. 
Okay. Usually it only takes, right now it only takes me about five minutes to do the whole body workout. Wow. So. I mean, that's something all of our like, drivers could do. It's just like a few reps on each muscle group, you know? Yeah. 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 I never knew the broom trick. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking through how that would work. That's awesome. Okay. Very cool. Rebecca. It's you called can... Dunphy squats if you want to look it up. Yes, I will. I will. D-U-N-P-H-Y. P-H-Y. That okay. might be one for Mark McKnight that he may not I know, know of. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and he's the he's the squat king of, Mer- of First Fleet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think even, um, you know, your, your journey on the road, you've got a small space, you have an amount of time that is, you know, a window that you have to work out, you're taking advantage of it. So for somebody that says, I don't have time, I, I don't, you know, my schedule's so busy. You do have time, and you you have at each part of your day. I'm sure is you carve out when you're going to work out and what your workout's going to be. So I'm, I'm sure you've had some uh, success and failures on types of equipment. I know I've bought bands before, and I, it was a cheap band, and it it really didn't do what I needed it to do. And so you know I've had some success and failures in in that mode. So knowing what works for you and as Eliz said, uh, putting some of these items in the show notes, it'll help other truck drivers and other travelers to realize you can take that time, you can work out, and you don't have an excuse, no excuses. <laughs> I mean, five a five-minute workout, that's very doable. Um, do you have any of those five-minute workout examples on your Instagram page? Yeah, a few. I think it's in the reels portion. I, I don't like post a whole bunch of it because it's usually always the same workout <laughs> and it doesn't really matter what you do um, for the movements on like. You just got to work out those muscle groups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to do extra stuff, like if you have extra time, I found time like after I'm done with work, after I shut down for the night, if I'm not too tired, you know. Sure. But, um, yeah, I was asking. Usually, I can I can carve out time at least once a week. I can find the time to uh, do like an actual workout with um, my dumbbells. I have adjustable dumbbells in the truck that I use. Oh, very uh, cool. They go up to fifty pounds for like five to fifty pounds, so it's cool. You know, I haven't purchased those yet, but I noticed on one of your Instagram posts. I believe is where I saw you said that you used some of your bucks that you earned on our Virgin Pulse wellness program. You were either working towards the dollars to buy those or you did. So catch me up on that. Yes, I bought them finally. It took me probably like six months to get enough points to get the full benefit gift card. Oh, yeah. And I I got the uh, the 230 gift card. Uh, Visa gift card virtually, and then I went right away and spent it on on a pair uh, another dumbbell. I think you talked me awesome. into it because I've got a gift card that for Virgin Pulse uh, that I got last year. And I think mine's about that amount, two hundred and thirty. Yeah. That's the max. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. And I I thought, well, I'll buy some tennis shoes, or you know, I couldn't decide what I wanted to buy. But I think you've talked me into it because I've wanted those dumbbells for a long time. You're able to <laughs> just you know load. That's to, really so. It's just one. It's essentially one. It saves you space. Yeah, saves space. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm going to have to, yes, I'll have to link to those as well. But that's it's a great way to use your wellness points. That's because, right. Because, like, we get, we get money from First Fleet, like free money just that's for right. being healthy and for using that Virgin Pulse app. And so it's really great to to take that around and reinvest that money into other things that 
make us healthier. That's right. And that's, I mean, not for firstly, just for our personal lives. I know trucking is a very hard industry on your body. And anything that we can do to increase our strength and increase our mobility is always a good thing. So that's that's wonderful. That's right. That's really great. Okay. So do you have any um any tips for me on like push up? I mean I'm I'm assuming like push ups and crunches, right? Would be kind of basic, like if I'm getting just getting started out. Let's say I don't have any equipment. I'm in a truck. Do you ever, like you said it took five minutes. Do you do this workout on your 30-minute rest break? I uh, don't really have 30-minute rest break. They kind of have them happen naturally, though, when I'm dropping and picking up the trailer. Sure. Okay, Usually gotcha. I'll do it um, when I'm sitting in the dock waiting for an unload or something. I got gotcha. you. And okay. I'll do that. So it's not like you're intentionally stopping driving to take 30 minutes. It just comes naturally as you're waiting on the shipper or the, okay, when you're sitting at a dock. Got it. Eliz, I would suggest on Instagram, I think that's my favorite part of Instagram. There's a lot of bad things about social media, but following people on their fitness journey and they'll post a 15-minute workout and you can follow it. Oh, so I need to get on Instagram. Is well, that what you're saying? I really I really like it for that because okay. I don't have to see the political side of social media. I can follow Grace, I can follow, you know, other workout or wellness uh, kind of tailor it to just what you want to yeah, see. Yeah, like oh, you said, okay. something will really resonate with you that you'd never seen before. Right. And so I, I think that's one positive of social media to some okay. degree. To this type, to Instagram. Yeah. Not so much all, okay. Agree. Got it. Agree. All There's, right. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. You, you might talk me into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grace, I, I certainly appreciate you calling in today. Um, you have motivated me to stay in my wellness journey, and I think that's what it's all about for us to help each other. And is there anything else that you want to leave us with? Uh, um, I'm excited to share some of these tips from you in our show notes. Well, um, if you don't have equipment, um, you can always look up mobility moves. I mean, people get sore or tight or have pain. And I would suggest if you have any of like pain or if you just want good mobility, because, you know, if you want to live long and do the job for a really long time, um, be healthy and, um, you know, stretching or mobility is really important too. But yeah, if you want to be healthy, if you want to do the job for a long time, taking care of your health is very important because um, there was this quote that uh, I heard, uh, what was it? It was from like the Dalai Lama and he said, man spends all their time sacrificing health in order to accumulate wealth, but after a time, then they're spending all of that wealth to get back their health. That's so, so true. That is, what's the point? Ooh, that, that, that is, quote that's powerful. Like, was like blew my mind. It was like it really stuck with me. Yeah. And I think we have to invest in our health. Um, yeah. So we can't sacrifice our health in the pursuit of wealth. That makes right, sense. Okay. Right. And as you, an aging population, uh, we find ourselves in the hospital and spending our money that way. Yeah. And, and we don't want to be there. So, uh, you have for sure inspired me, and I think all of our listeners out there. Um, now I got to go do some workouts. 
I don't want to mark it off today. I think I better make sure I do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I do appreciate you calling us today. Um, I know you're busy, and I appreciate you taking this time. And we're excited to get this out there for our listeners. And uh, I know it will encourage others to start or continue their wellness journey. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. It has been a joy and a pleasure, Grace. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Grace. Have a great day and be safe on the road. To all of our listeners out there, as always, uh, drive safe. Mm -hmm.